0: Nation. Welcome back to another recap, recapping the episode that you and I just watched, episode 6. And right off the bat, I could not have been more wrong on my Brittany prediction. For all of you who listened last week and saw on our social media, I had Brittany in the top 3 for Matt, and she gets sent home this week. I am very shocked by that pick and really trying to find out what the hell happened because from last episode to this episode, I felt like she had a ton of potential with Matt and he was going to explore that, but that just did not happen. So that won't be the last time I am wrong making a prediction because every time that we know, we think we know what is going on in this series of shows that the franchise puts out, the total opposite tends to to happen and some of those curveballs did come into play this episode however there was one prediction that I got right and I think all of you probably did too was MJ getting sent home and maybe some of you thought Jasenia was going to get sent home but it was the opposite MJ does get the boot from Matt I think that was really a toss-up for him I don't know what went into him making that decision. I felt like they are both, or they were both, at 50 50 for him. And I do believe that Jasenia is an absolute rock star. However, I don't have her in my top six that we will get to later on in the show. And I'm not going to preview it yet. I'm going to have you stick around to see that. If you already saw it on our social media, I feel the way that I do. And I feel very good, at least about the front two. Maybe some of you know who I'm talking about but I do also fear for Jasenia because anytime you involve yourself in drama it doesn't end up working out well for you so the apple does not fall far from the tree and I don't see her being here much longer to be completely honest with you so after that little showdown between MJ and Jasenia, we get right to the rose ceremony and Brittany does get sent home As I already mentioned, some other women do, too. Nothing really surprising there outside of Brittany getting the boot. I do feel like, and we saw this episode, Katie does get sent home, but at that rose ceremony, it got damn close for her getting the boot there, too. So I think Matt kind of had her stay around just because he knew that she was going to keep an eye out for him and really values her as a friend more than anything, And we definitely see that this episode. So then after this rose ceremony, we're down to 11 women in the house and about half of them haven't had one-on-ones yet. And then we obviously see the preview of Heather Martin. And I think it was very planned as to how that whole entire situation played out with her and Chris Harrison at the gate. But I think she's going to have a very big impact on the rest of this season especially next week so after the rose ceremony we get right to the one-on-one with Piper and Matt and I caught on caught on to this a little bit too and I kind of have the whole season the house that everything is going on in. it looks like a palace it's crazy the production and how much money goes into something like this I mean you see Matt come in the g-wagon pick her up take her into the woods and then They have the carnival, which looks like it was set up by a million people just for two of them, just for a one-on-one. So I thought that was something to pick out, I guess. And it's just crazy how much this franchise has grown and grown each season. One thing with Piper that reminds me similar to Matt's relationship with Rachel is that One another thinks the other one is so hot and they can't keep their hands off of each other, which is fine. But I feel like with Piper, she's had a little bit more deeper of a conversation with Matt. I don't know how much deeper than Rachel did. I do think we do see that happening with Rachel at some point. But that is something that kind of stuck out to me. Maybe you disagree and you can let us know by DMing us or emailing the show. And also something that I picked up on her, and maybe many of you have too, is that she's very reserved and you can tell she's kind of cautious, which by the way, I would be too. But at the end of that one-on-one, there was a line that stuck out to me. And again, maybe many of you, which was when Matt says, everything just feels right. So that Piper one-on-one went really well. Uh, I will spoil a prediction that I'm going to give later in the episode. Uh, Piper is in my top six this week. I think she's probably in everyone's top six. But you will see where I do have her. Going to be interesting, but probably won't be eyebrow-raising either. So after the one-on-one with Piper, we get to the group date, which is bowling, of course. And one thing I also picked up on, too was how strategically the teams were picked. I think that's something that maybe all of you also realized as well. But the one team was girls who had a really good connection with Matt so far or had one-on-ones. And the other team was women who he hasn't really explored things with, maybe to the degree as in that one team. I think all of you know what I'm talking about. So that's something to keep your eye out for. And maybe in future group dates on this show and the rest of the season notice how teams are picked and how again the group date is divvied up because there is always a strategy behind everything going on leave it to the show to make it more dramatic than it is I feel like they had the women who were already kind of fine and had one-on-ones and were in good spirits with Matt acting like it was the end of the world but again it is a TV show they're gonna make you feel that way those women are totally fine. Rachel, Bree, Abigail, I think they are fine. Um, I also do predict that we will see a little bit more of Matt feeling gracious. And if there are more group dates, which I do anticipate, but with less women, you're going to see a lot more one-on-ones and intimate settings as we always do. But I do feel when we do get more group dates, maybe next week, that... If a team does lose and doesn't get an opportunity to see him later that night, he may pull the move he did this week, allowing the losing side to come and be with him. Because there are less women, and it's a little bit easier to do it. There are 11, and after next week, there's going to be even less and less. And at this group date, by the way, did anybody else notice Bree not getting time with Matt at all? They didn't show it. Now, she might have. But again, they want to show you what they want to show you. I'm not entirely worried about Bree at all. I'm a little concerned, not about anything she's done, but really the attention of Matt. But I do really hold that first one-on-one that she had weeks ago with him at a very, very high regard, and I do think that she still is number one. And I'm protecting my pick that I gave before this season started of her winning it all, so... That's probably why I'm so stubborn on her, but it's something that I noticed, and maybe some of you did too. So, after you had the Piper one-on-one, you had the group date, then you had the Katie one-on-one, which was a complete 180 from the Piper one-on-one. I thought it was hysterical how Tyler was integrated into this episode, and the activity that Matt and Katie did... All of us know that it's a really friend activity more than anything. And I do predict, and I think probably a lot of you are too, that Katie and Matt will be good friends after this if there isn't an awkward stage with how this situation plays out, this dynamic plays out. We don't know what's going to happen there, but I do feel that they would be really good friends. And I think a lot of you are probably thinking the same thing. And then you get to the later in that night with Katie and Matt. And she says all the right things about growing and compatibility. But Matt doesn't think it's going to work. And he picks the rose up. And I thought he was going to give it to her. And maybe some of you did too. But he did not. And she gets sent home. And that's one thing that I like about Matt is that he's very direct, which I feel like all of you guys out there, have to be because leading somebody on is the worst possible thing to do and by the way we get a little bit more assurance on brie they do show a scene of her and matt getting a little intimate not in a one-on-one well i guess kind of a one-on-one but it was after uh they were talking on the group date that matt invited everybody out to so with that being said oh yeah by the way uh heather martin does walk through the door And that's where next week is previewed. Going to be a lot of drama. There's going to be a lot of women who already don't like her. Again, it's not really an attack on her character or really who she is. They just don't like the idea of somebody new coming in with only 11 of them left. So now that makes it an even 12 for that next rose ceremony. And I kind of understand it because if you've been there this whole entire time, and then the new woman who comes into this season, Heather, who we saw on Colton' season a few seasons ago, for all of you who are familiar and watched that far back, it wasn't really that far, a couple seasons, uh, they're not going to like her. And again, it's not an attack on her character. It's just kind of the way that the dynamic plays out. Going to be interesting, whole lot of drama next week, and I do predict her getting a rose because why would they bring her in, put her in quarantine for her not to get a rose? So that's my prediction there. So that was this episode in a nutshell. And before I get to my updated top six, I want to tell all of you about our good friends over at Water on Levy Streetwear Company. They're a startup t-shirt company that just keeps on growing day after day. But more importantly, their products, including their graphic t-shirts, is what brings people in and staying for a very Long time. They pretty much have every kind of design from every aspect of life, whether it's pop culture, sports, you name it, they probably have it. And don't think I forgot about all of you. You can head over to wateronlevy.com. That is is L-E-V-E-E.com and use my code A-N-T one five for fifteen percent off of your next order. They recently just partnered with Yours Truly, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and the list keeps on growing. It's always good to support a small business during these crazy times. And again, you can do that by heading over to wateronlevy.com and using my code, ANT15, for 15% off of your next order. So, to what all of you have been waiting for, and maybe you have already seen that we posted on our social, on Instagram and TikTok, my updated top six... I already told you that Piper is going to be in there, and I'm going to reveal my top six. Now, could change next week, but there are less women, so it gives me a little bit more confidence to be right, at least I'd hope so. So coming in at number six, Serena P. I don't feel entirely confident about this pick. I actually, if Katie would have got a rose this week, I was going to put Katie at six. Not that she had a chance to win. I never thought she did. But just based off of this episode and getting a rose, I was going to put her at six. And I do believe if she did get a rose this week, she probably would have went home a week before hometowns. But I put Serena P. in there. I think her and Matt have a steady connection, a consistent connection. And to think back, they did have a one-on-one a few episodes ago. And I do think Matt sees something in her that he likes. So I have Serena P. at six Number five, I have Abigail. Abigail is definitely trending downward. I have a very big fear that she's going to get sent home soon. Abigail is a girl that originally, I don't think for me, but maybe for a lot of you, started at number one, especially after night one. If you think back, she was really Matt's first connection connection on the night one. But I do fear that she is going to get sent home. I don't think the connection is as strong as it was. And we all know that this show is very, very based on recency bias. Meaning things that happen between Matt and other women more recent than not are going to be prioritized more than anything. Because that is fresh in his mind again, over anything. So I have Abigail at five, but she is trending downward. And I do fear that she might not get a rose next week. And if it doesn't happen next week, I will confidently say it does happen the week after. Coming in at number four, I have Michelle. I think Matt again has a good connection with her. They had another good moment this week. I think she's a solid pick for number four. Coming in at number three, and maybe some of you aren't surprised at this, I have Piper. This is an episode where I am giving the MVP award to her. She really allowed Matt to see who she is, and I think Matt is, again, exploring that. And He did this episode with that one-on-one, and they have a really good connection. We will see what happens, but I have her at number three. I said this last week. I felt very confident in my top three. But it didn't work out that way. So hopefully it stays that way when we come back and talk next week. Uh, And then number two, same as last week, Rachel. Not a whole lot of conversation with her and Matt this episode. But I think she's solid after her one-on-one. That tends to usually happen. If you have a really good one-on-one that next episode, you aren't really going to be featured much at all for the most part. And then number one, I have Bree, who has been my dark horse of this entire season for Matt. She was my prediction before the season started for him. And I'm protecting that prediction because I don't want to be wrong on that. I think the beginning of this season, my prediction for Matt at the end of this, the three women that were going to be there, I believe it was Bree and Rachel. And then I also think it was Abigail, but I'm not entirely... Confident in the Abigail part anymore, but I think Brie and Rachel are definitely a good one and two, and it is definitely a two horse race to the finish for Matt. But Piper is coming along strong, so that's my top six. Brie at number one, Rachel two, three is Piper, Michelle is four, Abigail five, and Serena P. six. Piper is the MVP this week, and we will see what happens next week. That's the recap, guys. Enjoy the music. And I'll talk to all of you later. Yeah, who tryna, who tryna go? Hopping me back, I'm a daddy I'm a I'm a hoe. I get neck, I get throat. I'm a dog, I'm a goat. I'm a west side nigga, hit your friend on the low. I fly by and three million tell bye. And them diamonds on my wrist, they like tie-dye. I'm a tie, post, you know the fucking vibe. Told that bitch, give me space, she wanna spend a night. I'm leaving, I'm leaving for no reason. No reason, Ay. Just like me, cause I don't need it hey. Pull up in a drop and I'm bumping that ol' hey. Sunset, rooftop, birds I'm feeding. I just entertain, hey. you barely maintain, maintain. Two sisters kissing on me, that's the same thing wow. If a nigga get the trip and get the bang bang leave with his bitch, man, I put that shit on everything She tryna pull my pants down I was lighting up a star, on my break time Told her babe I gotta meet her old face time. She don't kill my little mama, never waste time wow. Gotta get your flight Cause Sandy on the plane in the fucking lipstick She look at me like, you yeah, fuck what I think She bad, she crazy, but I like it, like this Shawty so bad, man, Shawty so cold Wanna go out 25 years old